a Christian, a new Christian, or in the kingdom of God or in the things of God, you will likely hear the word of God, the word of God, a lot of it. Just to help you, I am going to give a definition to what the word of God is. The word of God is that which is spoken or written by God or that which is spoken or written by men inspired by the Spirit of God. There are primarily two words that are used to describe the Word of God in the Bible. They are Logos and Rema. These two words actually mean the Word of God and sometimes you will find they are used interchangeably in the Bible and when I say the Bible I'm not talking about the English version of the Bible in the Greek Bible you will find that logos is used for the Word of God and rema as well is used for the Word of God although the both mean the Word of God there's a slight difference in the meaning of both words rema means utterance it's chiefly oral, oral spoken word, which basically means the word of the now or the word right now. So if I am speaking to you right now, that's Rema. It's an utterance, a word that comes in the instant. Logos, on the other hand, has been adopted among the larger Christian community to mean the written Word of God, for example, the Bible is the Logos of God. So the basic difference would be that Logos is chiefly written while Rema is spoken. We will adopt this for the purpose of this lesson for now. However, it is more technical than that. But for now, we take for granted that Rema means the spoken word of God, while Logos means the written word of God. Hallelujah. Um, this, the difference between the written word of God and the spoken word of God is important, and you will see all through the series why it is important to identify which from which. A good example is that when someone is talking to you about the Word of God, preaching to you, ministering to you in the Word, what is coming out of the person's mouth is Rema of God, the Rema of God. It's an utterance, divinely inspired utterance. When you open your Bible, what you'll find is Logos because it has already existed and in written form. Hallelujah. One fundamental reason to understand the difference between Logos and Rema and the functionalities of both terminologies is that one cannot contradict the other. So Logos cannot contradict Rema and Rema cannot contradict Logos. So that if someone is speaking to you, someone is ministering God's word to you, 
And that is supposed to be the rhema of God, the word of God that is coming to you in the instant. However, if it is not in line with the already written word of God by which we live in the Bible, if it is not in line with logos, it makes the rhema invalid. Rhema that contradicts logos is invalid. For rhema should not contradict logos. So when you study the word of God for yourself, and then that's not all there is. There is more. We may be sharpening ourselves, like when you go for fellowships or for or to church or meetings, and then the word of God is shared. That is rhema. It's inspired by the Spirit of God. But if it contradicts the word of God that is written, it invalidates the word that is coming out of the source. The second thing you should know about the Word of God is that the Word of God is God Himself. John chapter 1 verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. Praise the Lord. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In verse 1 it says, the Word was with God, and the Word was was God. Hallelujah. So the word of God is God himself. But at a point when you read in verse 3, the Bible says, all things were made by him. What is him? The word of God is what is being referred to as him in verse 3. And remember, the word of God is God himself. As we see in verse 1. But when you come in contact with the word of God, don't take it lightly. Take it serious for that is not just spoken or written, but that is God himself coming to you. It may not make natural sense. That's because it's not natural. It's supernatural. So when the word of God comes to you, that is God that is coming to you. But if a person rejects the word of God that comes to them, they are not just rejecting the word of God. They are rejecting God. The book of John, chapter 6, verse 63. This is the Lord Jesus Christ who is speaking. And he says, It is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Hallelujah. You see, the word of God is being referred to as spirit. And this spirit is not just any spirit, but what? The spirit of God. The word of God is the Spirit of God. And when we say the Spirit of God, we're talking about God Himself. Because the Bible says, God is what? A Spirit. So you see, these are one and the same thing. So the Word of God is the Spirit of God. And the Word of God is God Himself. The Word of God is the Lord Jesus Christ Himself. They are one and the same. Cannot be separated. So, if a person receives the Word of God, they are receiving God himself. They are receiving the Spirit of God. But when they reject the Word of God, they are rejecting the Spirit of God. They are rejecting the Lord Jesus Christ himself. Hallelujah. The third thing about the Word of God in that definition is that the Word of God can be spoken or written by men. If you study the Bible, you will find out that 
sometimes God spoke, God himself spoke. He did not need someone to speak for him. Like Moses heard God speak. Abraham heard God speak. The prophets heard God speak. They did not have a raven come to them with a letter which says from God. No, they heard God themselves. God spoke to them. And you find that in the Bible. Also in the Bible, people spoke for God. They spoke on God's behalf. People spoke being sent by God. So all of this, whether it was God who spoke by himself or the one that God sends to speak on his behalf, the words from both God and the one who is inspired by the Spirit of God or who is sent by God himself, these words are all the word of God. So when you speak the word of God, it is as though God himself were speaking. You're not just speaking as mere human. When you preach to someone, when you speak the word of God to someone, it is God who is speaking to them. I am emphasizing this so we know what to call the word of God. Remember, in one of the recordings, I said that not everything in the Bible is the Word of God. As I already pointed out, there are demons who spoke in the Bible, wicked kings who spoke in the Bible, mere men speaking in the Bible. Because it's, it, because it's in the Bible does not mean it is God's instruction for us or to us. Anything other than what comes from God or what comes from a man inspired by the Spirit of God. Anything other than this is not the Word of God. So for emphasis, the Word of God is that which only comes from God Himself or men inspired by the Spirit of God. <laughs>